Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians sisters. The love of Christ impels us once we have come to the conviction that one died for all, therefore all have died. He indeed died for all, so that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. Consequently, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh, even if we once knew Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him so no longer. So, Whoever is in Christ is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. And all this is from God, who has reconciled us to himself through Christ and given us the ministry of reconciliation. Namely, God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. So we are ambassadors for Christ, as if God were appealing through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus and his disciples were proceeding on their journey, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus answered him, Foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to rest his head. And to another he said, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me go first and bury my father. But he answered him, Let the dead bury their dead. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first let me say farewell to my family at home. He said, No one who sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. The Gospel of the Lord. July 22nd is a national memorial day in the Eastern European country of Hungary. The day commemorates the Battle of Belgrade where Catholic forces routed Muslim invaders from the east, and in doing so, they protected all of Europe from being overtaken by the Ottoman Turks. The Battle of Belgrade took place in 1456. Three years earlier, in 1453, the Muslims overtook, looted, and pillaged the capital of the Holy Roman Empire in the east, Constantinople. This gave the Muslims free reign to march into the continent of Europe without worrying about being attacked from the rear. So sacking Constantinople was a huge victory in the Turks' effort to convert Europe to Islam. Constantinople was in what's now modern-day Turkey and now goes by the Muslim name of Istanbul. One of the most magnificent Catholic churches ever built went up in Constantinople in the 4th century. It was known as the Hagia Sophia, Holy Wisdom. It was turned into a Muslim worship place, a mosque, in 1453. It was turned into a museum in the 1930s. 
And in 2020, the 4th century Catholic Church was turned back into a mosque. When the Hagia Sophia was converted back to a mosque in July of 2020, the top imam, the top Muslim religious leader in Turkey, gave a sermon there while brandishing a huge sword. The gesture was, as he put it, a sign of conquest. It's funny about swords. As a seminarian, I was stationed in a parish called St. Paul's. There was a statue of St. Paul in the back of the church. It had been mutilated. You see, the statue had once depicted St. Paul holding a sword. But the priest at the parish had the sword and St. Paul's hand torn off because he was repelled by the violence associated with swords. Of course, St. Paul is commonly depicted holding a sword because that was the implement of his death. The Romans beheaded him. That is how St. Paul conquered, not by killing others or making people submit to his religion at sword point. Today, October 23rd, is the feast day of St. John of Capistrano. He was a lawyer from Italy who became a Franciscan friar, wearing the long brown habit and sandals after the founder of his order, St. Francis. A forceful preacher and defender of the Catholic faith, St. John once preached to a crowd of 126,000 people. You can find images of St. John of Capistrano in his long brown habit, but over it, he has on an armor breastplate, and he's brandishing a sword. After Constantinople fell in 1453, the Muslims were making their way into Hungary. Austria and Germany would be next, so the Pope called for a crusade. Isn't that interesting? He did not call for dialogue. He didn't say, well, enough of swords. We need peace, as Pope Francis did in October of 2020. No, Pope Calixtus III called for a crusade, which, contrary to what you may have read in a textbook or seen in a Hollywood movie, crusades were defensive actions to save Christendom. St. John of Capistrano was ordered to preach a crusade, which he did in Germany. His forceful preaching enabled him to gather a peasant army of poor Catholic faithful to march into Hungary, where they would be outnumbered and outmatched. St. John was 70 years old at the time. At Belgrade, this feeble old Franciscan friar led Catholic peasants into battle holding a crucifix. And amazingly, some would say miraculously, these poor peasants routed the Muslims and in doing so, saved Europe. St. John became known as the soldier priest. The church today is in dire need of saints like St. John of Capistrano, and in dire need of soldier priests. We need young men and women on fire for their faith. So more of our churches don't get turned into museums or mosques. <laughs> <laughs>